Hey everyone, welcome back to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today I'm joined by Umbreen Soheb. Hi Umbreen. Hi Sarah, how are you? Good morning. Hello, nice to have you on the show today. So I have Umbreen on the show today for a very important reason. Umbreen is a, a advocate for children with special needs and I wanted to bring her on the show to talk about her experience and what important message she has for everyone today. Take it away Umbreen. Hi everyone, my name is Amreen Suhaib. Um, I apologize, I have a bad throat, but I'll try to be as clear as possible. Um, I am, before being an advocate, I am a mother. Uh, the reason I started advocacy was my twin boys. I have twins with a neurological condition that's called autism. And um, they are my firstborn. They're nine and a half uh, piece of my heart. Um, before that, I was working with political think tanks because that was my area. And I wanted to continue my, you know, my work with that. But when my twins were diagnosed, the whole dynamic had changed. After fighting with, uh, you know, grief and depression, anger, denial, all those stages. Um, finally, I stood up uh, and I looked around. And when I looked around, I found two things. One was, I am not alone. There are a lot of parents like me. And the second was um, there was so much depression, sadness, and uh, anxiety among special parents. I'm specifically talking about the autistic families here, where I realized, um, you know, whenever you YouTube autism or Google autism, uh, mostly what you see is uh, self-injurious behaviors, therapies, et cetera, et cetera. And one day I decided, okay, no, I want to show the other side of autism to the world as well. And the other side is life is still beautiful. They're still your kids and you got to live with it. It's not something you can fix. You can't undo your child's autism, but you can teach them to live better and you need to enjoy life as well by looking at the positives, which we don't focus on as parents or, you know, the moment the word special needs come, instantly you'll focus on the deficits and the problems, you start focusing on, you know, at, at the beautiful side. I mean, my children are moderate to severe, my twins. But I cannot move on without saying that they have learned a lot. They have come a long way. Um, and I enjoy every bit of my life with them. It's not easy. I've never sugarcoated it. Uh, being a special mother, it's, and especially with multiples, it's very, very difficult. But if I cling, my point of coming to social media and advocacy was only this. If you cling to the sad part of being a special parent, you will never be able to move on. You need to get up, if not for yourself, then for that child in the house. <clears throat> because right now, you know, world is changing. We're talking about neurodiversity. We're talking about neurodivergent kids and et cetera, et cetera. But I believe in the very basic, you need to accept that you're a special parent from the heart. You need to accept that you cannot change autism or you cannot fix it. And then there is where your journey starts. The struggle as a mother that I see outside is that parents are very much focused on fixing it, mm -hmm. uh, finding the solution. Okay, science is getting there, but it's still a very long way. So, um, that's a really good point that, is, that you just made about that, the that's about that. That's it's uh, that's what it's all about. Um, that is, you know, the 
the thing that I want to change and I hope I will it's I know it's not easy there's a lot of stigma attached there's um it's difficult but um it's not impossible I mean if I can do it with multiples they were my firstborn I was so obsessed with having twins and I was so excited and you know I'll make a team and we'll be so talkative they'll be like me and it Mm -hmm. all just you know um it all collapsed in front of me when I got the diagnosis but um if I had stayed in that depression, I wouldn't have been able to help them better and, you know, to come out of it. I mean, autism goes parallel with your life. You cannot say, you know, I'll push it away or yeah, I'll fix fair. it or I'll ignore yeah. it. It's literally in your face. The challenges every day and each year, life changes. They're growing up. I tell parents, I'm growing older. They're getting stronger. And um, let's but, talk about some of those challenges. So you just said that there's some challenges that you face on a day-to-day basis. What are like one or two of those challenges and what, how, what are ways that you have found useful in coping and, and managing those challenges? I think the biggest challenge of challenges, um, I have accepted it as a parent, um, mm. but the biggest challenge is getting them accepted with their autism when you step out of the house. Because it's a lot of stigma that's attached. People don't want to talk about it. Things are changing. As I said, I am a person who focuses in my most difficult times. I try to focus on the positives. Um, Things are changing, but it's still that. um, Let's start from family, for instance. It's a struggle. I mean, initially, they were not ready to accept. And I was like, I'm done with this. Like, you know, I can't explain it to you that no, they will not be non-autistic you know, come what to me. Then second is, uh, you know, getting them, because we're talking about inclusion. This it, It's so much out there. Everybody's talking about inclusion. Let's be inclusive. Mm. But inclusion, you know, it's to me, I don't know how many people are going to bash me later on, but inclusion 100% is not possible, especially when you have a child who is high support, yeah. um, who is low functioning in our world it's very difficult but um the biggest challenge if i squeeze all of this into one line it's bridging the gap between the special world and you know the normal world as you call it um i go to events i meet people i feel that me and my fellow special mothers we know what we want we know what autism is but what I see challenging is bringing the normal mothers, you know, on the platforms and brainstorming and talking about it, how we can teach our kids to be, you know, to behave around special kids. That's the biggest challenge because yeah. people are not, you know, not that much interested in this topic. You said and, that you um, have a, a third a child, right? Who is not a child yeah. with special needs. No, so he's a neurotypical. Fun. Oh, I see. That okay. is another challenge. Just coming to that. Okay, that sorry, go ahead. <laughs> because, um, you know, on one side, I have twins who have special needs. And within the twins, one is very hyper, one is very hypo, one is very lazy, and the other one is really like a tornado, is, you know, everywhere. So it's like I'm struggling with two worlds within my autistic world. And then I have another child who's neurotypical. He's four and a half. Um to make him understand why his brother is different or why do they prefer hitting instead of talking. I think it's still a little too much for his little brain to process. I gradually have been telling him, but 
it's a challenge because you know he questions why he has siblings why she has siblings who are not like this um but again the positive side i was traveling last week with him i was at an airport and i was sitting and he said look mama there is a child who's different and i was like what is he saying i looked at the child and the child was swimming he was like my twins like his brother so he could you know he recognized and i am told by school um, all the time that he is you know he's very sensitive to to the kids who are, who are sitting alone or new who don't gel in he go to them and he try to help them so we don't see this thing in kids these days so being a special being a brother to special brothers it has you know i'd say made him mature before time and that's really adorable but deep down the negative side i'd say is sometimes i focus so much on the twins that yeah, i yeah. literally ignore them so that is another challenge uh, for me in the house as well so you just made a very interesting point how you didn't expect for your four and a half year old to be kind of mature beyond his years in that sense to be able to identify when he sees other children that are similar to to the twins um what other unexpected kind of revelations have have come to mind throughout this process with your kids what did you um learn through your research and through your experience and think wow i didn't think that this was possible or i didn't think that this was something that uh that was was beneficial for for me um i don't know beneficial or not but um i'd start from the medical point of view initially when i started this journey with my twins i thought their brain is messed up you know if i get a picture of their brain it will be all you know i yeah. don't know i had a horrible picture of their brain in my head um so i got the mris then um at the spect you know all the brain scanning brain imaging i was um shocked literally i was surprised the brain is completely perfect and uh, it really blew me away because you know you don't know obviously it's a journey you learn in the beginning yeah. you think that neurological so the brain must be in a horrible position and i was really surprised when i got to know that the brain is absolutely fine you know i talked to the neurologist he's like look at the brain it's it's really? perfect so that was really surprising for me in autism i i've always said it's um, it's the most surprising the most confusing condition right now because um 9 years back again as i said i in my most difficult times i just look what my kids have achieved or what they have you know what are the positives mm-hmm. uh, my twins are not uh, very verbal but um i didn't know four years back that if they'll be ever able to eat themselves or speak um i don't know and uh, that was the most biggest you know biggest challenge for me because communication is is so important mm mm-hmm. just last year um they started with functional speech when you know they just surprised me it it came as a surprise to me i thought they because they are they are love with pizza they are in love with uh, pita breads and uh, i was told all these 9 years that they might not be able to fully you know become independent and in eating themselves and the other day uh, my twin you know started tearing and tipping and eating himself and i was crying because it i was really really surprised um i thought of a video and i got a video from the school because i thought they'll never learn to um you know read and the teacher called me and she said you know we saw ahmed reading the time and i was like no you're lying imagine i said you are lying because i was so i had you know i knew it's not just possible i think i have that video on my posts as well ahmed's reading time 10 30 11 o'clock and i was crying i was like wow autism you're like really surprising 
So every year, you know, I just, I get to see more challenges because they're growing up and, you know, they're getting stronger. As I said, I'm getting older. So it's more physical trends, strength. And, you know, one of them is into self-fitting as well. But they surprise me as well. So autism has been like, I'd not say uh, only a very difficult journey. It has been a surprisingly beautiful journey for me as well to see kids who are labeled as stupid, crazy, I don't know, they surprise you, they blow your mind away. And um, especially from this side of the community that has kids who are, you know, high support and low functioning. You actually, you make a really, really strong point there. Like, I, I love how you're showing that there's so much more beyond what we know that they, they can surprise you and learning, the, the learning process may be different than the kind of typical person, but everyone learns in a different way and that there are really strong results at the end of it. And that brings me to my final question for you today, Embreen. Um, you've talked a lot about um, the challenges, but also the positives of raising kids with special needs and how strong at such a young age, how strong they have been and how um, they've continued to, to, to grow and continue to, to, to make an effort to, you know, to, to, to learn more. Um, what would you say is your final word of advice for the audiences and people that may not be very familiar with children of special needs? Um, I was asked this question somewhere else, that what do you want from the normal world? I said, you know, looking at my twins, I don't want their kids to be my twins' best friends. No, I just want the world out there to be kind and to be accommodating. You need to be kind around these kids and the families as well. I just want people to get so familiarized with autism that if they see a child um, clapping out of joy or screaming out of joy or twirling out of joy or even, you know, flopping on the floor and throwing a tantrum, um, they look at him and they're like, oh, he's, he's, he's on the spectrum or he has autism and then they move on. Yeah. Instead of just standing and, you know, making the whole situation so uncomfortable for the for the parent who's struggling with the child already. And um, to the schools and to the hospitals, my kids do not go to mainstream school because I'm not in that league anymore. I am very happy with where I'm going. They're going to a special ed school. I just want that schools should focus on all over schools, all, you know, all the teachers instead of only focusing on the special departments, training the special teachers, because to me, inclusion is a fail when um, two children in the class, especially need, and the rest of the class, they don't even know what this, what is the, why is the child special or why he needs a sensory break every now and then. And I wish that, you know, the teachers will get more training. And as I said, they learn differently. So I just wish and I hope that the, you know, education side of the society, they become creative when it comes to teaching our kids because they learn differently. That is why they are different. So I just, you know, hope in the future things will get better. And with the hospitals, you know, whenever I go to the hospital, the nurses and the staff, they'll be like, we need to sedate them because, you know, they're high behavior. And I just tell them, why don't you get trained? I It's it's all about, you know, prioritizing special needs. That is yeah. all I want. You prioritize and you consider that this is, we are a minority as a community, but we are also important. And to the community, it goes hand in hand. All the parents out there, you know, will listen to this who have a special kid or a special sibling or a special partner. If there are events happening for you, please go out. Please come out of your houses. 
because you know as they say you need to be the change you want to see outside so you need to come out the minorities they have to raise their voice collectively um to be heard and to be seen so you know i know that it's depressing and some of the parents you know they have this shame that oh my god my child especially needs um you can't undo their condition so please you know it's for a bigger cause come out talk about it if you want the people to be aware i see whatsapp groups they're bombarded with messages you know we want the world to be inclusive we want people to know blah blah but when they when there's a chance to speak about it they were reluctant they'll step back because you know oh, we don't want people to know that is what needs to change within the special needs community and sara it's only two things um kindness please be kind to special people around you especially kids i've seen so much bullying and mm-hmm. i understand kids you know some kids do not understand the need to be taught but kids are kids they're very flexible and they're very smart what hurts me the most is when a child is bullying one of my twins and the mother is just sipping coffee and sitting yeah, and you know she would watching the child so that is what really breaks my heart and you know to all the people listening um it takes a lot of courage for families like me to go out in a restaurant with you know a child who's non-stop singing or tapping his chest because it's not easy in this journey i have become very stubborn because now i don't care if my child is you know clapping or happy is happy he's not hurting anybody i will not yeah. leave that place but i have been told so many times you know we we didn't pay this much amount to listen to this or to see this and i just look at them that they have how come they have this audacity to come out and say this so i wish that people were kind and generous enough to understand that special families are struggling so much um on every end of the child's end financial end um struggling with their marriages as well because it takes a toll on everything so right. please just be kind and be accommodating when you see a family outside i mean um it doesn't cost you anything this is what i've said everywhere being kind being accommodating um it's free of cost so my message is kindness please be kind thank you so much for sharing that story and i'm sure that everyone here who's listening has learned a lot more about special needs than they did before hearing this and thank you so much for sharing and and just being so so raw and so personal and so candid i really appreciate it thank you so much ara i i hope you know it was very sweet of you to you know have this because as i said a special needs also has to be a priority when it comes to influencers as well and you know podcasters youtubers because um this is where the inclusion really will come out and acceptance because as i said i know my fellow mothers know i want you to know tara this is autism and if you see tomorrow my child with me you know i'm holding them like this when i'm walking them all and they're you know clapping or even if they're crying i just want if you meet me you'll be like you're doing a great job amri that's it instead of you know just oh my goodness yeah. these are these are the popular twins i i was mentioning that is that is the only thing i want from you know everyone don't just come and uh, hug them or become their best friends just pass a smile baby when you see a child like mine outside in public that's all that i want and thank you so much it means a lot thank you thank you thank you everyone take care bye